welcome to Leveling Up the Podcast with Alethea Tucker. I'm so happy that you're listening today. My goal is to bring something new, something promising. I plan to bring conversation, resources, and wisdom around the things that are holding us back from going for our best. We'll talk about everyday life and careers. I'll bring us dialogue designed to dig deep and identify our passions. We'll talk about the limits that you need to let go of and the promise that you need to grab a hold of. I'll interview women who bring valuable insight to the table. We'll have opportunities for Q&A and we'll talk resources to help along the way. There are levels to this and we'll hit them all starting at the ground floor. We all have dreams and now is our time to level up. Ground floor. Boy, do I remember my college years, at least in undergrad. I knew that I was where I was supposed to be, that God had really orchestrated things for me. I had applied to one school and one school only, and I got into that school for many reasons, uh, mainly because we believed that I would need to have surgery the year prior to entering college, and we didn't know if I would be going that year, and things were really kind of upside down. We weren't real certain as to what we should do. But at that point, when I found out that it was possible that I needed to have an operation, I had applied to just that one school. And I decided to let that hold for now or for then. And as it turned out, I didn't need the operation. And I got into the school and I was so excited. I said, God, this must really be where you have me to go. As I approached the campus and walked in with all of my stuff and sat down and met my roommate and began the first week. I would say it was in about a week that I knew, hmm, things might be a little tougher here than I thought. You see, I had gone to a school that was known for its political science program, and I desired to major in political science. At least initially, I was going to law school. And I got in there and just the prerequisites alone proved to be a little tough for me. You see, even though I had done really well in high school and I felt as though my Catholic education had really prepared me pretty well for where I was going between that and the years that I spent in military, on the military basis and working and doing curriculum there, I just knew that I was in pretty good shape for where I needed to be in college. But the bottom line was, I really wasn't prepared. I really didn't have the study skills or the discipline that I really needed to pursue a career, an academic career that was really tough. There were nights where there were assignments that I needed to do, and I just sat and looked at the book or looked at the project and just really didn't know where I was supposed to go or how I was supposed to even begin. 
I remember that first semester and as the grades came in, grade after grade after grade and looked more dismal and more dismal by the grade. I said to myself, how am I going to make it past this? So I went to the counselors and, you know, they gave me as much support as they possibly could. But there were really some basic things that I needed to go back and grasp that I just didn't have. That first semester uh, really looked kind of rough. And that second semester didn't look a whole lot better. Found myself in summer school trying to make up for the classes that I dropped because I just couldn't keep up. My confidence took a huge hit in that freshman year in college. And going on into sophomore year, things just didn't look any better. It was in sophomore year that I went to the dean of my school, and there were several of them there, but I connected with the one, of course, that matched my last name, and I talked to her, and she told me, she said, well, you can't give up. She said, you're going to have to find the resources that you need to help to bring you to where you need to be in order to be able to pass these classes and to grasp the material, and I'm going to help you to get there. I felt pretty confident after I left her, but honestly, sophomore year was even worse. I was embarrassed to keep going back to her and asking questions and figuring out what I was supposed to do. And yeah, I dropped classes again sophomore year and found myself in summer school once again at the conclusion of sophomore year and pretty close to being on probation. I went through summer school and decided I was going to change my major because I figured that what I was majoring in wasn't where I was supposed to go. And I actually changed my major probably about three or four times. And let me let you in on a secret before we even get to the end of the story. When I ended, I graduated with the original major that I started with, political science. <laughs> But I've already let you in on a piece of the story, at least a clue as to the ending. Yeah, I did graduate. I had a tough time. I really did. And I would go back to this one particular dean each time I really got into a hot mess. And she would always manage to walk me through. I distinctly remember the day that I graduated. And we were all outside and it was the hottest day probably of the summer in May. And as I walked towards the platform after graduation where we could pick up our diplomas and she saw me coming and she stopped what she was doing and she walked over to me. And there were just a whole host of people there to give out the diplomas and to make sure that this was completed and to make sure that everything was in place so that you could actually graduate. And as I walked up to the platform to get my degree and she rushed over and she looked for my name and she handed me the diploma and she said, I wanted to come over here and give this to you personally because I feel that a piece of me is in this with you. <laughs> I'll remember those words all the days of my life. A piece of me is in this with you. I had managed to find someone on staff who really, really believed in me and held my hand 
along the way and helped me to come out victoriously. I graduated and I know that one of the main reasons why I made it through was because I knew my resource. I knew who to tap into. I knew who was my biggest cheerleader on that campus and who pulled me through, who was the main member of my tribe. Your affirmation. When times get rough and tough, you will always be able to point back to some place, to somewhere, to something that is going to have your back. You're going to make sure that you have someone who is in your corner so that you can go to that corner when the fight really looks like it's gotten tough. You can go to the corner where you will have someone who's going to give you the resources, who's going to give you whatever you need to help you to make it through the fight. Main level. Welcome to Leveling Up the Podcast with Alethea Tucker. Today, I am absolutely thrilled to have with me Dr. Carolyn Stevens. Dr. Stevens was raised in New York City. She relocated to Atlanta, Georgia to pursue a career in fashion, but after working with children in underserved populations, she transitioned her educational pursuits to work in the mental health field. Dr. Carolyn now serves a community. She serves as a community clinical therapist and family support specialist. She also holds a doctorate in divinity and uses her education and experience to promote cultural diversity with a focus on empowering and developing African-American women. Currently, she serves as the CEO of Black House Collaborations, Inc and is the founder of the I Am A Black Woman book series. She empowers women to rise above challenges and champions community strength through unification. Dr. Stevens, welcome to Leveling Up the Podcast with Alethea Tucker. Grand rising and good morning, good evening, good afternoon. I love that, leveling up. Thank you so much, Queen, for having me here. This is exciting. I am so excited to have you with us. That's right. Here we talk to people about the things that they can do to level up to get to where they want to be in life, to get to where they have been dreaming that they can go. So we bring on people such as yourself, and they tell us what their secrets are. You know, what are some of the things that you're doing? to elevate you to the level where you want to be in life. And let me tell you, I so respect the fact that you are doing some awesome things, absolutely awesome things. I wanna start out by bringing up a quote that I read that you said, and you said to see women all across the country rise up and become one force. What did you mean by this? What did you have in mind when you said that? 
Great question, Alethea. So when, when, when I quoted that, um, there is a, a picture of me, I believe, on that particular, with that particular quote yes. um, at my uh, first book launch for I'm a Black Woman. And that, that quote for me was identifying my strength mm. in that I love to empower other women. Mm-hmm. That, that quote means that for me. Um, it is what I do every day of my life is empower and lend my talents, my voice, my resources to strengthen and empower other women so that we can become a sisterhood. So when I said one force, again, I believe that I'm, I'm, I'm a movement by myself, but yes. I'm a force when we're together. And so that's mm-hmm. what that quote means, is be coming together and being a force. Mm. Awesome, awesome. I wanted to hear you talk about that because that's something that I always stress when I talk to women, the power that we have in networking and being able to help one another and that power being able, you know, to prompt us into leveling up to our next level, to where we want to be. We can't discount what we have in one another and what we have as a group. So what we bring as a group and that whole networking piece is definitely a part of something that helps us to, to get to the next level, to rise up, you know, just as, uh, you said in your quote. Now tell me as a woman who has, has definitely done a lot to level up and to get to the place where you are right now as you know, having your own network. Tell me about where BHC started. Where is it now and, and where do you want it to go? So BHC, which is a media subsidiary of my company, which is Black House Collaborations, LLC. So BEC started with the books. I'm a Black woman, that the series. And I began to do a Facebook live show every Sunday with four other women, um, which we ran for about a year. And it was called um, uh, For Sisters Only. And so in in doing that, we had another major network that saw us, you know, our numbers beat the Facebook algorithm. Mm. We were just doing it for fun. But Facebook algorithm says that Sundays are not a good day to do Facebook Live, but we beat the algorithm. We was doing anywhere between one and 2,000 viewers every Sunday. And so um, they said, hey, we like what you're doing, Dr. Carolyn. We'd like to give you an opportunity to do your own channel. I'll be honest, I said no. (laughs) It just seemed like it was going to be more work. But I was smart enough and savvy enough to understand that the VOD industry, which is video on demand industry, was the way that people were going to watch TV, which is true now. 
Okay, the Netflix, the Hulu's, the, I knew that. So I said, mm -hmm. well, I'll listen up and hear that. And so that's what prompted us to start the channel. And then we leveled up from being just a channel to becoming uh, an, a, a full network where we're able to house other people who have uh, content. And so that's, that's the short story behind the BAC Media Network. I'm always looking for ways to level up. Life mm -hmm. is about life is about leveling up. When you become stagnant, if you think about Alethea, if you think about stagnant water, stagnant water draws mosquitoes, flies, and other pesty things. The same thing applies to our life. If we stay stagnant, it begins to attract toxic things. So I'm of the mindset that I got to keep it moving. I got to keep on leveling up. Ah, oh, I love that. I love I love that analogy. That is a perfect description of what you encounter when you don't move. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, you mentioned this book kind of being the catalyst that really kind of got things started. And you also mentioned that your quote was in direct relation to the book. Tell us a little about that. I talked to you about it over on Reinvent and Rise, and that's a shameless plug for you all to go over and listen <laughs> to my show that I did with her, and it is on her network, BHC. I definitely can get you over there. You can see the information in here as to how you access that. But anyway, go ahead and tell us over here what it is that, what is the book about and how that whole movement started? I think what I want to share, Alethea, on the podcast that I didn't share when we did your show mm -hmm. is uh, I want to share for a moment or two my why mm -hmm. for the book. And when I say that, in order to level up effectively, there has to be a why. There has to there has to always be a why, because when we talk about leveling up, there is going to be an upward move and a lateral move. So, when we're moving laterally, we're going from point A to point B to point C. Mm -hmm. As we're trend and, and, and in between going moving laterally and going from different points, we're also going up levels. And so those are the life lessons that we're learning in between. So the point A, the point B is a life lesson, and then we go up another level. So in moving up in levels, there's, there's going to be a lot of conflict. There's always going to be a challenge. There's always going to be, I mean, if you think about being on an airplane, you know, when you're when you're boarding the airplane and you're sitting down and getting comfortable, then all of a sudden, as as the pilot begins to lift us off, you know, your ears start doing funny things. Uh, you you start feeling the shift. There's a shift that takes place, and and so anytime you're going to level up and go from one le level to another one, you have to know there's going to be atmospheric challenges. So with that in mind, um, prior to 
creating the first book, I Am a Black Woman, a Compendium. Um, you know, I serve as a therapist and I wanted to do a book and I had said, okay, I'm going to do a book. I started out like most people say, start out, you know, I'm going to do something. Okay. Um, that particular year I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis and all these things started happening back to back. Remember I talked about the challenges, right? Um, I lost my very best friend that year, which was, which is my dad. I lost a spiritual son and I had a bad breakup. So all of these things started happening back to back. And then um, I lost my car. I lost a contract. These, all these things are coming back to back. And one night I, you know, I was, uh, I, I had no money. And I was sitting around and I was saying, you know, I know a lot of people, but I just ain't got no money right now. Okay. And I found myself something to eat, and but I needed so many other things. And I, I you know, I, I went to go take a shower, Alethea, and um, and I always tell this story because it, it, it served as the nemesis for the, the I'm a Black Woman book. And when I went in the shower, I began to cry profusely. I didn't think I was depressed or anything, but I, I cried for an hour nonstop. And when and all of a sudden the tears shut off, I sat on the edge of the bed and I said, God, what was that about? And in that moment, because remember, I said I was going to do the book, but I just kind of put it on the shelf and certainly wasn't going to do a book with all the stuff I had going on. Forget that part. And when I got finished crying, I sat on the edge of the bed and I said, God, what was that all about? God spoke to me and said, you know how you just felt? You felt abandoned. You felt lonely. You felt like you had no support. You felt depressed. I said, yeah. God said, right now, there are millions of other black women that feel exactly like that. And that's why I had to let you experience that. That was my, as Oprah calls it, that was my aha moment. That was my red light. That was my, that, that was my, my green light to go ahead. I knew, I knew that I had to do it. And here's the thing. Uh, it wasn't the most opportune time for me to do it. Sometimes we'll wait until we got all the money in the bank, till we got all the right people. No, it was, it was time. I knew that was my mandate to see about those millions of women who didn't feel supported. So at that, on that day, that night, I said yes to God. And here's the thing. When I said yes to God, everything started coming. The, people, mm. the money, the publishing, the everything. But it, it wouldn't have happened if I hadn't said yes to the call. So for whoever's listening, whatever project you put on the shelf that you started in 2020, 2021, and we now in 2022, about to go in 2023, and you, you, you're trying to get it all together, all you have to do to start your level up journey is say yes to God and everything else will come in line. Uh, powerful, powerful. And you know, the whole premise, the whole structure of this podcast speaks to just what you're talking about. There are levels to this. 
You know, there are levels to this and you had to hit all of those levels. And that's the first thing that struck me when you said God had to let you go through that so that you would be able to do this book. You needed to feel that because there's so many other women out here feeling the very same thing. Um, and, you know, you wrote that book and then went on to write, you know, something behind that. And you did I Am a Black Man as well. And all of these books, just so the audience will know, is they are available right now. And I will have information in the description as to where you can go and get these. But it truly did. It, it turned into a movement. And when you were at that level, you know, that's where you had to go from to get the movement going. And that is so, so powerful. I try to get my audience to understand you got to respect the levels. You got to take them. <laughs> you got to move through them. And you definitely have to respect them. Thank you. Ooh, that was that was really, really good. Now, we talked about, I mentioned the BHC Network. Um, tell us a little more about that. And, you know, if you're out there and you want to be a part of the network, tell us how we can even be a part of that. Sure. So... The BHC Media Network is my pride and joy that I work on every day, <laughs> ferociously. So for, for all of you that are listening and you're, and you're wanting to level up, do it, do it ferociously, I would say. Yes. Do it ferociously. Um, I'll tell you something about that, why I use that term, do it ferociously. Because once you hit this age level in life, when you're at this genre of, 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 of baby boomer and up, you got to tell yourself, okay, maybe I've got 50 good years left, maybe 40 good years left. What are you going to do with what you have left? Mm. See, that's my motivation every day. If I'm, I am 58 years young now. So I'm saying, okay, Carolyn, you got 40 good summers left. What are you going to do with it? Yeah. So that's why I say move ferociously. Maybe you have spent the first half of your life, you know, adult life working at somebody else's corporation or somebody else's job where you had to get up every morning, drive, get dressed. And you did that ferociously, but now it's your time. This is your level now. How are you gonna are you are you going to come at something that's for your company, your brand, any less than you did for to build somebody else's? So I am trying to provoke you here. So yes, the BAC Media Network, um, I created so that content creators that are part of the African diaspora could have an opportunity to be presented on television, to leave their legacy so that your children and your grandchildren could turn on, uh, turn on those big televisions sets that you have sitting in your living room. And now they can see you, they can see grandma, they yeah. can see auntie, they can see you. It can be a lasting, uh, part of your legacy that you're leaving to finally be on television. Mm -hmm. um, 
So the, the best way to get in touch with me as far as the network is concerned is to go to www.blackhouse, all one word, blackhouse.live. You're going to see a contact button. Click on that contact button. Leave me a message. And somebody will get back to you within 48 hours. So that's the best way to reach out to me. If you're interested in being on the network, I'm also on Facebook Live. And so I'm Facebook, excuse me, I'm on Facebook. And so if you just go to Carolyn Stevens and find me on Facebook, send me a message. And let's create some content together. And so you can leave your legacy on television. Absolutely. Legacy, legacy. That's that's a huge piece of what we need to be concerned with. We risers, you know, we want to make sure that we are creating and substantiating a legacy so that those coming behind us can have something to pull from, something that they can level up with, you know? Absolutely. Something that they can level up with. So tell us, what are some of the things that you do? What are some of the things you do personally and or professionally? that enable you to level up? Is, are there classes that you take? Are there, you know, webinars that you give or do you speak? What are some of anything that you want to share with us at all that's going to help somebody out there to be prompted to do something to level up? That is a great question. So, Alethea, I definitely work at keeping my mental health stable. That's, 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 that's the very first thing. And that may, that may look like, you know, go making sure I, I go to counseling myself, though I'm a therapist, but I make sure that I engage in talk therapy. So somebody can help me with where I am mentally, because when you're creating business, when you're creating your platform, when you're reinventing your life, you you definitely need uh, a, a support person or a support people that can help you with moments of anxiety, moments when you feel like giving up, moments of stress. So um, I definitely, the first two things that I really focus on and I'm intentional about is my spiritual well-being and my mental well-being. Yes. That those are the two things that give me the fuel to do what I need to do. Mm. A third thing is I am very intentional about the kind of energy that I surround myself with in terms of the kind of people. I'm very intentional about it. In in my business I know a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But within my circle I'm intentional about having an Alethea Tucker. Yes. You know, other other women who I can name. So as you're leveling up in life, be intentional about your circle. Who's feeding you? What energy they're feeding you? That's important. You want to you want to definitely be around people who encourage you to keep moving, keep going, keep growing. And most importantly, that they celebrate you. They celebrate every move that you make. So let me just quickly say something about that. Because that's an area I had to work on. Celebrate yourself. 
Celebrate yourself. Listen, if you just if you're just starting your business and you just got your business cards, call your friend and celebrate that. Girl, I just got my business card. <laughs> See, mm -hmm. sometimes we don't celebrate ourselves because we're looking for the big thing to happen before we can celebrate ourselves. No, celebrate yourself in increments, okay? If you just got your website, website, celebrate yourself. Have a website party, okay? Every step you make towards your goal, celebrate yourself before the big celebration. So that was something that I had to really work on. I'll be honest with you, Alethea, because I'm great mm -hmm. at celebrating other people. Yeah. That's not hard for me. You know that. <laughs> yes. but I, I, I struggle with celebrating myself. Mm -hmm. And so this year I became very intentional about taking time to celebrate myself. I have a celebrate myself accountability partner, mm -hmm. um, Jacqueline Lulu Brown. She makes me every Friday, whether she sends me a recording or a, a text, she'll say, stop today, Dr. Carolyn, and celebrate everything that you've accomplished this week. So if that means you got to get a celebrate you accountability partner, whatever yeah. that takes, okay, if it's your family, if it's your friend, but surround yourself with people who definitely celebrate you, who challenge you, who make you want to do better. So those three things is what I implement every day is making sure that I infuse myself spiritually through worship, through prayer, through the reading the Bible, whatever that means for you, but that's what it means to me. And I meditate. I, I'm a great believer in meditation. Mm -hmm. And so those are things that I use to, to wake me up every morning, to get me up. Uh, and, and then certainly remembering your why. Your why is your passion. For yes. me, it's my, it's my, it's my children. Mm -hmm. I, I, want, I got something I want to leave to them. My why is other women. I, I have something that I want to leave for other women um, once I'm gone from this life you know, and bringing women together. So remember your why and then surround yourself with those positive people that celebrate you along the way and along the, along the journey, because you, you're going to have challenges, but you need those people that, that will just say, Hey, get up, come on, we can do this. You can do this. I'm here to support you and you're going to make it. So those are the things that I use on a daily basis to help me to continue with the work that I'm doing. Mm, awesome. Awesome. She gave us a number of things, not that we have to do, you know, every month, not that we have to do during the year, something that we can do every day to level up something that we, some things that we need to make a part of our routine. I absolutely love that. And let me tell you something, I have not heard about a Celebrate You accountability partner. But now that I've heard it, I feel like everybody needs one. And I'm yes. definitely going to get me a few. <laughs> yes. I, because, I mean, how often, just like you said, it's easy for many of us to celebrate others, but we don't take the time to celebrate ourselves. And sometimes just celebrating those small things can help to get us out of a bad mental headspace, you know, out of a, 
a depleted space or somewhere where we just want to kind of throw in the towel and stop going after that dream. Um, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, something that's going to keep us, again, from leveling up. I absolutely love that. Thank you so, so much. You're welcome. Yes. Wow. So we are getting ready to end the broadcast now. Is there anything that you want to leave with the audience? Any parting words you want to give? Well, first and foremost, as always, I love being with you, Alethea. I love your energy. I mean, you're one of my celebrate me people. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so I thank you for that. I thank you for this podcast. This is great, great, great. Um, whatever ability, for those that are listening, you have to share this podcast with somebody. Get the link. Share it with somebody you care about. I'm, I'm going to give, I, I, I want to give all the listeners that homework assignment. I want to give you two parts to it. One, check on your strong friend. Because mm. they're probably the one that needs the encouragement. And yes. then send them the link to this podcast. Send them the link to this. So that's a two-part homework assignment I want to give to, to mm -hmm. each of you who are listening. To check on a sister. Okay, and send her the link to this podcast and just check up on your strong friend. I just want to encourage all of you who are in your level up season, which you, you that's right. This is October the 1st. So this is the beginning of the last quarter of the year. Yeah. Come on, guys. We wow. got to, we can bring it. We got to do it. This is the yeah. final quarter here. And yeah. we're gonna leave out of 2022 with a bang you can do it if it came to your mind you can do it start writing that book start coming up with all of the ideas that you have to reinvent and then i love what this i love alethea's uh, show that she has reinvent yes. and then the rise part and and let's rise. <laughs> Thank you again for listening to me. Thank you so much, Coach Alethea, for having me on the Level Up podcast. This was awesome. Oh, uh, thank you, as usual. And, you know, I said it over when we spoke on Reinvent and Rise. I promise you this will not be your last time on Leveling Up the Podcast. I yes. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us today. The Loft. Welcome to The Loft. Today we have several resources that are recommended. First of all, I want to tell you about our guest and how to connect with her. As you know, we just spoke with Dr. Carolyn Stevens and she can be reached on all social media platforms at Dr. C. Stevens. That's on both Facebook and Instagram. And her email address is Carolyn 21 at yahoo.com. She has also authored several books. The most recent that she mentions in our talk today, I Am a Black Man, The Ascension of the Kings. And that was published in 2020 and can be found on Amazon. 
And then her most recent, I Am a Black Woman Next Level. So this is book number two, which was just published March of 2022. And that can also be found at Amazon. She is also a counselor. And this month we are bringing recognition to mental health. Thus, we have a couple of books that involve that topic as well. The first one is maybe you should talk to someone, a therapist, her therapist, and our lives revealed. And that's by Lori Gottlieb, also available at Amazon. And the last resource is Burnout, The Secret to Unlocking the Stress Cycle. That book is by Emily and Amelia Nagoski, also available on Amazon. Okay, we've reached the end of the episode. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen. As you catch the elevator down, if you feel so inclined, rate, review, subscribe, and share with a friend. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Remember, every day is a new opportunity and it's never too late to level up.